Well, good morning. Welcome to week four of At The Movies. If you're here today, we're so glad you guys are here today. We've got one more week of At The Movies, so make sure you come next week because we're going to be talking about Finding Dory. We're going to be Finding Dory, and if you haven't found Dory yet, it's in the movie. she's in the movie theaters, okay? You can go and find her there, but we're glad you guys are here today. This is, uh, this is a great day for you to be here today because we're in our series called At The Movies, and so here's what we're doing. We're taking little clips of movies, and we're showing them in church here today, and we're grabbing some thoughts from them that we can apply to our lives. You know, we, we watched that bumper there just for a moment, but you can, watch the, you can watch movies and be like, oh, that's a cool movie. Or you can watch and say, oh, I can get something out of that. And so I believe this. We, I think we ought to be learners so we can listen and we can watch these movies and pull things out of those, out of those uh, movies and, and apply them. If you're new today, we want you to know this. We want you to know that you're welcomed and you're wanted here. You're welcomed and you're wanted here today. I hope when you came in today, someone said, hey, we're glad you're here because we want you to know that we are glad that you guys are here today, and so we're, just, we're you're, so you're welcomed here. And we also want you to know this: we we want you to know we love you and we like you. We love you and we like you. Like you don't even know me. It's okay. We love you and we like you, and we want you to know this: we this past weekend uh, we had a movie night at the YMCA here, and uh, we got rained out, so we moved inside. Probably had about 75, 80 people show up for this movie night. A bunch of new people, and we watched Zootopia together. It was, it's an awesome movie. Tons of great things in there, and maybe next year at our at the movie series, I'll get to preach from um, from Zootopia because there's a lot of good stuff in Zootopia. But I met some people from there, and they're here today. I'm glad they're here today. And uh, one of the things I told those people uh, the, that came to the movie night was this: that your best days are ahead of you. And we believe that here. No matter where you, I don't know what season you're in. I don't know if you're in, a, in a, you're in a high season where things are going great or if you're in a low season. No matter which season that you're in, we want you to know that your best days are, they're actually in front of you. You might be thinking, man, things are going great. They could be a lot better. Or if they're going worse, if things are bad, they could be a lot better. So we want you to know that your best days are ahead of you. And so we want you to turn to your neighbor. Turn to your neighbor, just find someone around you, want to be, and just say, hey, your best days are ahead of you. Just tell the person next to you, hey, your best days are ahead of you. Cool. I hope that you, um, I hope some of you guys in here today, I hope you leveled up on Pokemon and um, out there, you leveled up today out there. Uh, my daughter's like, dad, we got to get this game. And I was like, I can't fight with you on that. We have to get it. And so you're going to see the, you're going to see the Hope Church like driving by slowly at all these Poke stops. <laughs> like what's Wes doing? He's playing Pokemon. And so I'm going to do my best. Now I didn't want to download it because I, I, I don't really have an addictive personality, but I don't really know yet because I've never played this game yet. And so thousands of people are showing up all across the way. And so we, hopefully you leveled up. And some of you guys are like, about 10 minutes from now, you're going to see like a something rare. And you're going to like pop up and walk out. And we're not going to judge you for that. It's fine. Go level up and get higher. And so, man, we're glad you guys are here today. Hopefully you guys came. Hopefully church day will be fun for you. Church ought to be, ought to be fun. Today our movie is Creed. Our movie is Creed. And, um, and we're going to talk about that. But before we do, I want, to, I want to share a story with you guys today and then get into this, these movie clips. On Friday morning, uh, two, nights, two mornings ago, I got a phone call on my phone about 7.30. And that's just way too early to be calling somebody. I mean, not even Jesus is up at 7.30 a.m. Only people that are up at 7.30 a.m. Are, are crying babies. You know what I'm saying? And so they're up. And, and so I get this phone call at 7.30. And I'm like, why aren't, why aren't they texting me? This person must be like 45 and up to be calling you. Like, why aren't they? Why aren't they? You know, that's like the age when you call me like, there's the thing now called text message, you know? And so, so, they're not, so I, get a, I get a phone call, and then I, I let it go to voicemail, and I get another phone call, and, it, and that one went to voicemail as well. And then about five minutes later, my doorbell rings. And I'm like, what the heck? Who's, who's, who's at my door at 745? So I looked at Diana. Diana's like, go get it. I'm like, you don't tell me what to do. That's what I thought. I didn't say it out loud. I thought it. And uh, I was like, I think it's, it's probably Amazon. With the church here, we order stuff like all the time. So like, maybe it's Amazon. And some of you guys look at me like, why was Amazon? Be? Sometimes they ring the doorbell. I don't know if it's pricey or stuff. They, but anyways, I'm like, maybe it's Amazon. 
Nothing. Second door, second ring again. So I, I, I'm like, I got to get it. So I run to the front door. And I'm like, hello. I'm like barely awake. I'm kind of awake. And it's, it's a Koei police department. So I slammed the door and I ran away really fast. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm not afraid of the cops. Um, we have one out front. We've got several sitting here today. And they're all my friends. And, um, and so I, I was like, hey, what happened? He's like, are you, are, are you connected with Hope Church? I'm like, oh, great. What did the pastor of that church do at Hope Church, you know? I'm like, I, whatever he did, I believe it, you know? And so they said, uh, we, I think I, we found your checkbook, um, and we found your uh, a backpack, and it had some valuables in it. You want to go outside and, and take a look at it? I'm like, is this a trick? You know? And so anyways, I walk up to the back of the cop car, and, and I, he opened up his thing, and he had several backpacks in there. And he's like, hey, um, is this your backpack? I said, yeah. He goes, there's uh, some stuff in it. Can you take it open, and, or can you tell me what you think's in there? I'm like, yeah. I had a MacBook in there, and I had a, um, a, a, an iPad in there, and my son broke it two weeks ago, and I'm still mad about it. And my, my counselor says I'm doing better, though. And so, like, I'm, he didn't want to know all that. He's like, are there a pair of shoes in there? I'm like, I love shoes. There better not be a pair of shoes in there. And so I opened up, I'm like, those aren't my shoes. And so he took those out. That was kind of devastating to find out they weren't my shoes. And so he pulled the shoes out. And, and, um, but what had happened was, he, he said, I think, um, what had happened was, he said, I think someone stole this out of your car. Can you go out and take a look at the car and see if your car was vandalized? And so I walked out to my car. He's like, don't touch anything. I'm like, yeah, I know the drill. I opened up the car. He opened up the car with his little flashlight there, and, and, um, and he looked in there, and all the stuff out of my glove box was all out of it. And what the, and he, he began to tell me that there's a couple of guys going in the neighborhood, and if a car's unlocked, they'll take all your stuff out of there. What they do is they clean out your glove box because they're looking for a spare key to take your, take your car for a joyride. I'm like, if they're stealing an 06 Honda, they got to set their standards a little bit higher, you know, like, you need to steal, if you're going to steal a car, you need to steal a nice car, in case you're wondering, like, steal a nice car, and so, it's, I'm like, if they wanted to, so it was under that, and then I looked over at my wife's car, I said, I said sir, I, they got my wife's car, too, and he's like, well, don't touch anything, and, and I got all my stuff back, which is awesome, in my wife's car, there was an, uh, there was an iPad in the middle of there, we, we just got back from a road trip, and so we need that to sedate our kids, I mean, to control our kids, and, and so there's an iPad there, and there's a $50 gift card, a Visa gift card that someone had just given to us, and and I got done with that, and I'm like, this is so, this makes me so mad. Maybe it makes me want to fight, you know? Like, it's just, it's just annoying. Like, but, you know, I thought, you know, it's good news. I got all my stuff back. That's really all that matters. All my stuff is there. But isn't it something like this? We come to a church like this. We come to, come to this gathering together, to, together today, and we're not trying to introduce people to church. We're trying to introduce people to who Jesus is and what he can do in their life and, and how he's life-changing. So we're, we're trying to introduce people. But I get up here, we go, hey, your best days are ahead of you. Your best days are ahead of you. And then what happens is Friday morning happens. All your stuff's been stolen. Oh, Awesome. Awesome. And then you have to begin to apply the things that we're sharing with you guys on, on a regular basis. Hey, man, things are going great. And then you wake up on Monday morning. Monday morning's about to happen. I love Monday morning Facebook posts. <laughs> They're awesome. They're encouraging. And it's like, dang it, Monday morning happened. Like, it's coming next week, too. But people, but the, these, the best memes, the best pictures, you know, are, are on Monday morning. And, but it's like, man, we're going well. Things are going great. But then, like, Satan throws, like, a grenade at us and, 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 and stops us in our track. Or things are going good, things are going good, and then something happens at the house, something breaks. Or things are going good, things are going good, and then something happens relationally. Or things are going good, things are going good, and then job thing happens. Or things are going good, things are going good, and then my kid wakes up sick. <laughs> ah! You know, or, you know, and that's how life is sometimes. But we got to fight. But one of the things I want us to know, uh, we're going to talk about fighting today. And here's the thing I think so much for people in, in, our Amer- in, in America today, is I feel like we spend more time fighting for all the things that we're against. Instead, we should be fighting for the things that we're actually for. We spend so much time fighting for things that we're against when the things that we should be, we actually should be fighting for the things that we're actually, we're actually for. And so we're going to unpack that. I want to give you a couple things that we ought to be fighting for. Because I think that's important. Because I, we've been talking about Satan the last couple, two weeks. And we don't typically like to talk about it. We don't like to talk about him because we think he's a punk anyways. And we don't like to give him a lot of attention. But the problem is that when he does come up, what do you do 
Or if you spend so much time fighting Satan that you're actually fighting the wrong thing when you actually could be fighting for something so much more better. So much more better. If, that's even, if those words should even go together. But we should be fighting. There's so many other good things we should be fighting for, but instead we're fighting for all these things that are against. And here's what I want you to know in here today. We say this every week at our church. We don't have to all agree on everything. We're probably not going to. I mean, we're just all so different in here today. There's, there's not one person here today, from Devante to, to Nina to whoever in here today, there's not one person that we could sit for 30 minutes and not disagree on one thing. We're going to. We're, we're all different. God made us all with the free will. We're going to disagree. And so we say every week, man, you don't have, we're not going to agree on everything. But we ought to agree on the essentials. We ought to agree on the things that, that matter the most. We ought to fight for the things that actually are going to matter in this world, not the things that actually really don't matter that much at all. And so if you've seen the movie, let's go to this movie. If you've seen this movie, if it, it was, it, there, there are Rocky movies. There's a one, and a two, and a three, and a four, and, and a five, and, and, and a Rocky Balboa. You might remember that after Rocky fought against Apollo Creed, the fighters became close friends. As the relationship grew, Apollo Creed eventually trained Rocky. After a secret fight behind closed doors, Apollo Creed came out of retirement to box the famous Russian fighter Ivan Drago. If you remember these movies, you remember these movies are old, but they're, they're classics. My little niece was here yesterday. We set this, we set this place up. In case you're wondering, this, there's, there's, typically, there's typically basketball in here throughout the week. But we come here and set this up, and my little niece is like, my dad, I watch all these movies. I'm like, your dad made you. And she's like, yes, my dad made me. He's like, these are classics. You've got to... You gotta, you gotta, want, you gotta see these movies, and so you've seen all these, these movies. Well, he came out of um, Apollo Creed came out of retirement to fight this Russian fighter Ivan Drago. It was supposed to be an exhibition fight, but things turned from bad to tragic as Drago killed Creed in the ring. We'll come to find out this guy Creed that we're gonna we're gonna look at his son. He has his son. His name is Adonis, and with some good genes and a tough upbringing, as a young boy, all Adonis knew how to do was actually fight. That's all he did. This kid Adonis, all he did was fight. His dad was a fighter. He was a fighter. He grew up, he grew up without a mom and a dad. And so this guy, everywhere he went, he would just fight people. He had to fight for his life. And my question for you is, what are you fighting for? So you see there, he finds out he has a dad, and she takes him home, and he, 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 a couple things happen. And we're going we're gonna to come back to another clip in just a moment. But he gets there, and he starts, the kids fights everybody he goes, and he fights him, he fights him, he fights him. And he goes from there to meeting this lady who knew, actually knew his, da- knew his dad, and, and, and she, you're going to see she takes him in, and, and a couple things happen. But one of the things that, uh, that, I, that I wanted to ask you today is, what are you, what are you fighting for? What are the things that you're, if, we're gonna, if I'm going to give you some things that what are you fighting for, what are the things that you're actually fighting against, I should say? What are the things that you're fighting against? Because the list, on, I was telling our, our group today, our friends, but if, the, if you're honest, the list could get long of things that you're fighting against. It, it is long. Some of you guys, you're, some, of your, some of your biggest fights, you're fighting on social media right now. You're fighting against people who, because you don't agree with who they're going to pick as, as a candidate for the president. You're, you're fighting against that. Maybe for some of you guys in your team, you're fighting with, with coworkers. Maybe for some of you guys, you're, you're fighting with your kids. But you, the list is long. You get things you could be fighting for. Fighting, fighting against. The list can be long. And, and I, one of the things I want you to know is if we spend so much time on worrying about things that we're fighting against, so we never actually ever fight for the things that actually really matter. The things that matter in life is, are a couple things I want to give you. If you've if you got a note sheet when you walk into I think this. we gotta, we got to fight for God. we got to fight for God. we got to make a stand. People ought to, the best thing people ought to say about you is, man, that person, they love Jesus. They take a stand for Christ all the time. That's, that's their big, they're, they're just a Jesus person. There's a lady in our church. I first met her Nine months ago, we're only nine months old. I met her nine months ago, but I actually met her on, on Facebook. And uh, she said, hey, I, I saw this, and I saw your advertising on Facebook, and I'm going to come check your church out. Well, she came to our church the very first week, and she's been coming for forever. 
And she sits in our church. Yesterday I was, I was bringing, um, I was bringing Trip, and she's one of our dream team. She's a great volunteer, helps us out. She, she's a single mom. She's crushing the game. She's raising her kid right. She's doing a lot of, of good things. She's helping out. She's a great volunteer. She, she has my kid in, in, in nursery, and she's killer. She's doing a great job. Well, yesterday I was going to the farmer's market, and I saw this lady, and she's in nursery today, but I saw this lady walking up, and I, and I gave her a big hug, and I was there at Trip, and she said, hey, how are you doing, Miss Maggie? But one of the things I realized about Miss Maggie is that Miss Maggie, is she's just going for it. She's following Jesus. She's, making a, she's fighting for God the best she can. Her walk with God is the thing that she's fighting for the most. She has a list of things that she could be fighting against. We all have that list. If you're in here today, you're thinking, man, I'm the only one here today that has a list of things that I'm fighting against. You're not, it's, not, it's not truth. Everyone here has a, we say this every week, everyone has a hurt habit or, or a hangup. Everyone has that. Everyone has this thing that we're struggling with. That we, if we could just get away from it, it would be so awesome. It would be so, if we could just get away from that one thing, it would just be super encouraging, but it's, it haunts us. We talked about it last week. It just chases us and chases us and chases us. But if we get so busy with worrying about what we're fighting against, we never fight for the things that actually matter. Like things that matter. Think, fighting for God, that matters. Fighting, for, fighting to be close to Jesus, that matters. Trying to stay close to God, that matters because that is a, that's a fix for so many things in your life. So many people try so many different things to help them feel good inside. The thing that's going to make you feel good inside is having the one who is good inside of you. We sing that song, Good, Good Father, you're perfect in all your ways. That's hard for us to comprehend because there's not one dad in here today that's perfect. There's not one in here. Not, it's definitely not me. I'm probably the least, least likely candidate for Father of the Year award. <laughs> My wife said to me last night, one of us is a bad parent. I'm like, duh, it's me. We went to, we went to a restaurant yesterday, and we, we set up last night at 5 o'clock. We had a clinic in here um, on last night, so we had to set up two times. We set up all of our kids' area at 5, and then we came back at 7. So last night, Tripp says to me, hey, um, I, didn't, uh, I, I, I don't want to eat that. We walked in the fire, he goes, I don't want to eat this. Mom said I can have cereal when I got home. Well, that would be awesome if we remembered to give him cereal when we got home that night. But we didn't, so he's starving. You know, if he looks like he lost a couple pounds tonight, it's because he didn't eat, he didn't eat lunch, dinner last night. He, like, ate a dozen donuts. My parents hate me, you know. He's just eating donuts. It'd be great if we give him something healthy, but we give him something fatty, you know. And so she's like, one of us is a bad parent. It's me. I think the things that we're worth fighting for, we got to fight for God. Not only only we got to fight for God, is that we got to fight for other people. We should be fighting for other people. We should be fighting for our families. We should be fighting for other relationships. If we're married, you got to be fighting for that. If, you're, if you want to be married, you got to be fighting for that. We ought to be fighting for the things that matter. We got to fight for God and we got to fight for relationships. Here's the deal when we get to heaven one day and we, we leave this earth, there, there is an eternity beyond this earth. I told, I told my, my, my barber yesterday, Stephanie, I said, I really don't care if they took all this. They could take my car, they could take my house because my, my, they could take my house. My house can burn down. He's like, why? I said, because that's not my last residence. He's like, oh, are you moving soon? I'm like, yeah, I'm moving. I'm moving to heaven. My house in heaven's going to be amazing. We, 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 we deem this, this hashtag. My wife hates it, but paradise is pimp. Man, heaven's going to be amazing. Paradise is going to be incredible. And my last home is, is going to be in, in, in heaven. And when we get to heaven, there's not, I'm not going to need a car when I get to heaven because we're just going to walk. How are we going to walk? Because we're going to have perfect bodies. Giselle's like, hey, run a marathon with me. I'm waiting until I get to heaven to run a marathon. You can run a marathon with a perfect body. In heaven, while on earth, we don't need to run unless we're being chased. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we got to fight for the things that matter the most. We got to fight for God and we got to fight for people. But you know what we spend most time? We simply, a lot of times, I think we spend a lot of time fighting against people. We said, it, we said this last week, but people are, our, people are not our enemy. People are not our enemy. Our enemy is the enemy. His name is Satan. Satan's our enemy. People aren't our enemy. Joe's not my enemy. I actually want him on my side. He's big and strong. And, and Aaron, he's on my side. He's big and strong. I had these guys carry a cooler the other day. It probably weighed about 100 pounds. And I, um, I, I want people on my side. I don't want to be against people. 
Can I tell you this as a church, and some of you guys are new and you're visiting and you're checking things out. Some of you guys have been coming for a while. You've been coming for the whole entire year. We want to make a stand for fighting for people, not fighting against people. This church. And can I tell you what? That'll look different. People expect churches to fight against each other. People expect that. Isn't that, isn't that sad? But they do. We ought to be fighting for each other. I'm glad I have most of, I'm glad I have, if you're, on, if you're part of our team, I'm glad you're on my team. And I want to be on your team. My friend said to me yesterday, man, I, I like watching your Facebook posts because I, I, I just, I'm for you, man. I, I'm just excited for everything you have going on. I, I love that what you have going on. I love seeing pictures of your family. I love seeing pictures of where you're going and what you're doing. I love that. But some of the times we get on social media, we're like, oh, I hate that guy. He gets to do everything fun. Or she's a jerk. Man, she's got another pedicure again. Like, what does she go every week? Like, and we, can, we like fight against people. And the people are not our enemy. And, and, and God definitely, and maybe some of you guys, you grew up in a church. I better address this. Some, maybe some of you guys grew up in church, and maybe you think that you think God's out to get you. God's not out to get you. If you read through this book and, through its entirety, you'll never find a verse in there where it says God's out to get you. He's just not. God's actually for you. Actually, the Bible says that God has a plan to, to prosper you and to give you an abundant and an incredible life. John 10, 17. That's what God wants to do for you. He doesn't want to, God's not come here to hijack all your fun. He's not here to kill all your joy. He actually is the author of joy. He wants to give you joy. You ever see someone so hyped up on Jesus? You're like, man, that guy needs to calm down. You don't know if it's Jesus or Red Bull. You just, you can't tell. I'm hopped up. I'm a, I had Duncan this morning. Two hours later, someone brought me, um, someone brought me a Starbucks, a white chocolate mocha, nonfat, no whipped cream. That's what I like in case you asked. You didn't, but now you know. And, and then I, I was drinking that. I got halfway done with that. And one of my other friends, she, they brought me, they brought me, um, I, now my, my new drink is the Cool Lime Refresher. And so I was drinking this Cool Lime Refresher, Grande, light ice. That's how I take it, in case you're wondering. But you know what, man? I, I, I'm, so I'm like hopped up. But you know, a lot of times I want, people to say, I want people to say, man, that guy, he loves Jesus. Therefore, Jesus. And when you're, when you're for Jesus and you're for the people, you know what, you know what that'll do? People, that'll, that's, a, that's the most attractive thing that you could be. It ain't a size this or this build or this frame. The most attractive thing you could be is, is for God and for people. Ladies in here today, if you're looking for Mr. Wonderful, he loves God and he's for people. In that order, God, people, and himself last. It's going to be hard because... Guys, we, we, or guys or girls, we gotta, we, it ought to be God first, people second, and, 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 and ourselves last. That's how we got to live our life. I got to be about God first. I got to be about my family and all of you guys, every relationship that I got. I got to be about you second. I got to be about myself last. And that's hard. If my tennis shoes were stolen the other day out of my car, I would have found that guy. Because I like those tennis shoes. Because I'm for me. I, I, I like me. And you ought to like you too. But we gotta be about, we gotta be for God, we gotta be for the people, we gotta be about ourselves last, and that will be attractive. People say, man, I wanna be, I wanna be around them. I, I wanna be around them. One of the most disheartening things for these athletes I find out is, I, I've watched these documentaries and I find out why they're bankrupt. And, I'm, and, I, and here's why they're bankrupt is because when you find out when people have millions of dollars, what happens to do is they start paying people $30,000, $50,000 a year to, to hang out with them. You watch the documentaries, and I'm like, oh man, you're just a hater. I want, a, I want a professional athlete as a friend, but I don't want to get them. I don't, I don't want to pay anyone to hang out with me. I don't want to pay you to hang out with me. Some of you guys, you probably think you need to pay me to hang out with you. I just, I want to be for people. People want to hang out with you when you're for the people. But if you're always about yourself and always building about your kingdom. Uh, one of our friends here, uh, and, um, Travis and Kristen, they, they work for an organization. It's called It Works. I was watching one of their videos, live stream. One of the guys said this. The guy's a millionaire in their company. He said, if you want to be a millionaire, you need to help a million people. And I was like, so I'm looking for people to help. You know what I'm saying? 
I'm kidding. We ought to be helping other people. We ought to be, help, we ought to be about helping other people. Well, Wes, I just don't have it all together. That's a good time to start helping other people when you don't have it all together. Because what you realize is what you're going through, it's big, but it's probably not as bad as what somebody else is going through. And it'll get your mind off of, off of you. It'll get your mind on other people. We ought to be about other people. We ought to be about other people. And in case you didn't write it down, we ought to be about other people. <laughs> we got to help people. My, uh, Diana's dad is back, uh, Pastor Dave, and I don't even know what to call him. When he's your dad and he was your boss and he's your an overseer, you're like, you just pick a title, you know. And, and him and Miss Donna, um, I do call her that, but Miss Donna or Donna J or Grana, we call her that. And they're my kids' grand, my, my kids grandparents, so we call them the grandparent name too. But they just got back from uh, Ni- Nairobi, Kenya. They were there for three weeks. And, and Diana's dad, God gave him a vision to start a new movement called Be Kind. And it honestly makes me mad a little bit that we have to make up initiatives for people to be kind because it should be the thing that should be so secondhand to us. It should, the, things that should be, the things that we should be doing, we have to make initiatives for us to get on board with it. <laughs> you know, even God, God knew that. That's why God put in there, the, I want you to know, if you want to get, if church is confusing to you, and maybe it is, and if God is confusing to you, God boiled it down into two things. I want you to be about me, and I want you to be about other people. God had to boil it down for us. In the Old Testament, there were 600 plus laws for people to follow. In the first half of the Bible, the Old Testament. And then in the New Testament, Jesus is like, you guys, are, you guys need some help. I want you to love me with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And I want you to love your neighbor as you love yourself. And you love yourself. Let's be honest. Let's be back. And so we have this initial called Be Kind, and it's going to be in trend, and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to interest you guys more. But man, there's t-shirts, and it's going to be social media, and we ought to just be kind to people. That'll change our world. And picketing is not being kind. And going after people is not being kind. We just got to be, if we, being kind to some people would change people's lives. Hopefully when you came in today, someone said, hey man, we're glad you're here. Because we want you to know we're glad you're here. And we want to be kind to you. We want to be a friendly church. We want to be a kind church. There are no perfect churches allowed. There are no perfect churches out there. There's no perfect people out there. So we just want to be kind to people. And so we ought to do that because that's what God came to do for us is to be kind to us. And he showed us that kindness. But we ought to be kind to each other. So what are you fighting for? Are you fighting for God? Are you fighting for people? Are you fighting for a great marriage? Are you fighting for kids? Are you fighting for this church? God calls us, God calls you and I the church. This is just a building. This is why we can just, that's why you don't need a church building to have church. You can have church at Starbucks, which I'm actually for. Any coffee shop, all coffee shops matter. We ought to just have a church there. Some of you guys will get that later on the podcast. You have a fight worth fighting. In that fight, you're going to have obstacles, challenges, issues to face. But no matter what you're fighting, what your fight is about, your biggest obstacle is here. And, and I, want to, I want to show you this clip. But I want you to know this pre- preparation will breed your success. You've got to train. One of the things that he says in that clip right there, your toughest opponent is the one you're looking at in the mirror. You, and you've got to... You, 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 you got to look at yourself in the mirror and you got to say, we're going to go. We're going to fight for the things that matter. We're going to fight for God. We're going to fight for people. We're going to fight for relationships. We're going to fight for the, the things that matter. And a lot of things, I, I, I don't, I'm not telling you to say that things are bad, but a lot of times we spend a lot of time fighting for things. And God wants us fighting for relationships. And fighting for God, that's what he wants us fighting for. It's simple. You can look at your life and you go through the day and you're like, man, what am I fighting for? Is it for God or for, am I fighting for people? And here's one thing I want you to know today, if you're new, if you're new here today, that you don't have to believe what we believe to belong here. 
You might be like, dude, I'm new in this journey. I don't even know anything about God. You don't have to know anything about God. You may come to me and say, man, this is, just, this is encouraging. It was inspiring. And um, I'm not a Christian. I, you know, what, one of the things I, I don't want, you know what I wish would happen in our church more? I wish we had more atheists in our church. <laughs> You're like, why? Because, because they can come. Like, they don't know Jesus. They don't believe that God loves them and he cares for them. And, and we could tell them about that. We can tell them that God has a plan for life. We can tell them that their best days are ahead of them. We can tell them that God's for them. He's not against them. We could tell people that. I, I would, that's awesome. People are fighting for all kinds of things. We can tell them, hey, there's something better to be fighting for. Because the fights that we're fighting against, a lot of times, they're really dead-end fights. But if we're going to fight and we're going to win, we're going to fight for God, we're going to fight for people, we have to train. I love that. He said, man, the chicken, the chicken must be slowing down. And what you'll find in life is if you train hard enough, you actually can start winning some battles. Would it be nice to wake up Monday and be like, I'm going to crush Monday. I'm going to hashtag win this joker. That would be awesome to actually win a battle. It would be nice to win a fight, West. It would be nice to wake up one day thinking, oh, crud, I don't have to. It would be nice to not wake up and say, man, I woke up again today. It would be nice to go out there and knock some things down instead of getting knocked down. It would be nice to walk down the road and walk down to work and, you know, say, and be able to think about you, be able to walk in and see your boss and not think, oh, I'm sick of this guy. <laughs> this guy's a jerk. It would be nice to do that. I actually like this place. So we got to begin to train. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 6, it'll be on the screen if you don't, and if you don't have a Bible, and if you don't have a Bible, it's super cool. If you have an electronic Bible and you want to flip over to New Living and click over to New Living Translation, that's the translation we use. If you're here today and you say, man, I'd like a Bible. I'm going to give you some training tips today from the Bible. That's the only thing I really matter to say is God's Word. And so if you leave out here today, like you don't have a Bible, when you walk out on the right there, there'll be a stack of Bibles. Just grab one. They're free. Churches are in charge for Bibles. <laughs> Um, so they're free. Grab one. And uh, there's another book out there called Fresh Start. And if you're, if you're going to follow this Jesus guy and you want to learn more about him and what it means to follow him, it's right there too. Grab one. And the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 6, the Apostle Paul is one of the greatest trainers of all time for this fight that we're talking about. Fighting for God and fighting for people. The Apostle Paul is one of the greatest, greatest trainers ever. He writes two-thirds of the New Testament. The guy trained well. He fought well and he trained well. He says, I want to give you guys a final word to this church at Ephesus. Here's what he says to him. Be strong in God and his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. Mind you, we're not fighting against people. We're fighting against the devil. He says, hey, here's what I want you guys to prepare yourself. Get ready. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies. We're not fighting against people, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world. There's an unseen world that we're going against. Again, mighty power in the dark world and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. So here's what he says. I want you to train. I want you to be prepared. Here's what, here's what he says to him. Hey, guys, put on every piece of God's armor so you'll be able to resist the devil in the time of evil. Because evil's coming your way. Not people aren't coming your way. Evil's coming your way. And he says you're put on this fighting armor. Put on this, this stuff that's going to help you to win this battle. When people go out to box, they get in the boxing ring, they don't go out there without, without gloves on. And if you don't know anything about boxing, there's not just gloves. Underneath the gloves, there's actually tape, and their, their hands are taped up. And when they, they don't wear any kind of shorts, they, they wear shorts, and they, it has a big band there. And, and, and there's, there's, there's all these things they matter, and they wear these shoes that they matter, and their feet are taped up. And so they have good balance, and they're ready to go, and they train so much. They don't go out there and just fight a fight. Oh, let's go fight tomorrow. I couldn't go out tomorrow and say, I'm going to go be a UFC fighter and go out and win tomorrow. I'd have to train. I would have to train. I mean, I might could win, but I'm just kidding. Um... He says, you've got to put on all the God's armor. Then after the battle, you will be standing firm. Stand your ground. 
Put on the belt of truth. He lists some things that he's got to put on to get ready for the battle. Put on the belt of truth. Put on, put on the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes, put on peace. Go, go with places with peace. Put some peace on when you go some places. That comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to that, to all these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit, which is God's word. Verse 18, pray, start praying, read the Bible, put on faith. Here's the deal with faith. Faith gets stronger. The more, th- the more you can withstand the small battles, you get stronger for the bigger battles. If a, if a, if a flat tire makes you go into a cussing fit, a flat tire, you can imagine someone cutting you. What does someone cutting you off make you do? And if that doesn't work, what, if, what, if, what, is, what, if, what does disease make you do? Or what does d- death make you do? And so in my life, I, man, death and disease are the two worst things. Death, disease, divorce. Those are some of the major things of this world. But if we get to the small things, we'll be able to go against the bigger things. But we have to train well. We've got to be strong enough to go with these small battles. If you can't conquer one kid, let me help you right now. Don't try to conquer two kids. It doesn't work. And pray to God you don't have twins. Because that's hard. You've got to train. We're leaving um, to go do a wedding for one of the guys here at our church. We're leaving uh, Thursday. Um, we're leaving Thursday morning, got off early before God wakes up. We're leaving Thursday, we'll be gone Friday, we'll be back Saturday, enough time to set up church. <laughs> and Amy, I love her, she's going to watch our kids one day, and Amy's husband uh, works, there, works at Disney, and she says, I'm thinking about taking all four kids to Disney. So I'm sitting there, my wife says to me, hey, um, Amy just asked me, I'm like, if Amy's asking you a question, this is not good. If it's about the kids, so she goes, do you think I can handle taking all four kids to Disney? I'm like, we can't take them together. <laughs> I'm like, she's going to need a help, an army, a squad. Like she, needs, she better have like a squad with her. And Dinah's like, we're going to leave the, um, Dinah says, we're going we're gonna to leave for the minivan. I was like, hon, we weren't driving the minivan where we were going anyways. I want to drive the least amount as possible. <laughs> I want to drive the minivan. I want to show up at a wedding in a minivan. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> too cool for that. You don't wear, you don't put a suit on and get out of a minivan and look cool. It just doesn't work. So she said, man, we're going to, we're going to go for it. I'm like, I'm like, let her go for it. Give her the insurance cards. You know, as long as she's got 911, she's going to be in good shape. There's paramedics everywhere at Disney, but we have to train. Diana had to train to watch those kids. And if we're going to go through these tests, we, we can do it. And I, yesterday, I mean, going to Disney is going to be awesome. And she'll do great if she decides to do that. She better be prayed up, though. Better be stayed up. Yesterday, I went to Chick-fil-A. And I was like, meet me at Chick-fil-A. I was like, no problem. You just do lunch with them. And, man, we sat down and trip, a demon slipped into Trip's body. From the moment I tried to take him out of the play place to get him there, it, just, it stayed in there. So I give him to the, the kid whisperer. I was like, hey, hon, help me out before you leave. She was leaving me there to go to, I was eating Chick-fil-A and she was eating Cheesecake Factory. I don't even know how that worked out. But I said, help me get them calmed down first before you leave. You know, as the tears roll down, rolls down my face. Please don't leave me. Well, I was like, hey, she's like, hey, hon, I got to go. And I was like, I got this. I'm a professional parent. I was like, trip, my five, my five, I said, hey, take him back to the play place. <laughs> that was my best. I said, we're going to stay here. So me and my eight-year-old and, and, the, and, the, and my twin daughter, we just stayed there. We enjoyed our meal. I let my son eat in the car. I didn't even care if he didn't eat, to be honest with you. I put it in a box, put it in a bag, I threw that. When he put him in the car, he strapped him in. And you know when they're bad, you like strap an extra hard, all the parents. <laughs> all the ones laughing, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Parents, 
You're like, you got your like neck, your hand across their neck. You're like punching them in the gut, trying to get them to go down. And everybody with one kid's like, that's wrong. Wait till you have two and three. You're going to say, man, that was smart. <laughs> but we have to train. We got to train to be ready. We got to fight, man. We got, there's so many things. I don't have time to unpack these things. There's so many good things here. We got to walk around with peace, the peace of the gospel. We got to walk around strong. We got we to know, know this Bible. This Bible helps me get through tomorrow. Hopefully this Bible helps you get through Tuesday. Hopefully this Bible helps you get through Wednesday. Hopefully this Bible helps you get through Thursday because Thursday is coming too. And the only thing good about Friday is payday. But you've got to get through the next day, but you've got to have some things inside of you to help you get to where you've gone. I met a guy the other night. He goes, my parents, my, he, I, he said, how long, you, how long have you started this church? He said, we started nine months ago. That's awesome. He said, my parents have been in ministry for 29 years. He said, congratulations. I'm like, 29 years, you deserve a congratulation. Me, I live nine months. I haven't even done anything yet. My mother-in-law set me free one time. She says, Wes, you have a lot of potential. My mother-in-law, I said, thank you so much. She goes, you know what potential means? I said, no. She goes, it means you haven't done anything yet. (laughs) So I looked at her, and I was like, I love you. (laughs) Thanks for the encouragement. But we have to, we have to train. And then the last thing, you can't win the fight alone. You can't win alone, no matter how much independence you want. And the pride of doing it on your own, you can't. So let me ask you this question today. Who's in your corner? Hey, if you're going to fight this fight, you've got to know who's in your corner. One of the best trainers ever took on this kid. And he left, and we're fast forwarding. If you've seen the movie, it's a great movie. There's a lot of good stuff in there. But you see this guy, he goes from living out with his mom and growing up and getting an office job and getting things going really, really well to flying across the country to finding Rocky, the man, the fighter, the, one of the best fighters of all time, in, in this, and he in his, is one of his dad's friends, and he asks him so many questions along the way, and he trains with them, and obviously you've only seen a snapshot of the movie, but he says here, man, you got to, with you in my corner, I can fight this fight. And here's what I want you to know today, I don't have these boxing gloves on me, because I'm not going to fight anybody today. But, but so much like I'm not going to fight anybody, I want you to know that so many times we're walking around, we've got gloves on, we've got our fists clenched, we're ready to fight somebody. We're ready to fight somebody. We don't even know who it is. We don't care who it is. We just walk around. Maybe some of you guys here, you have, you, have, you have anger and your frustration or you have bitterness or you have some sort of frustration going on in your life. I don't know what it is. And so you're always ready to fight. And the problem is you're fighting the wrong things. And more so than you're fighting the wrong things, you're not trained. And more so than you're not being trained is that you don't have anyone in your corner. One of the worst things that you can go through, one of the worst things you can do in life is trying to think you can do it all on your own and all by yourself. I had a friend come to church with me today, and I've been in, again, connection through Facebook. I've been, I've been inviting her for, for months and months and months and months and months and months, and her friend came from Canada, and she says, you're going to church today. So I got a message this morning on my phone. Hey, I'm coming to your church today. When I get, she says, when I get to West Orange High School, where do I go? I was like, we moved three weeks ago. Glad you messaged me. She said, I'm, gonna, I'm coming. I'm, I'm going to be there. So I, I met her out there with her and her friend, and she says, I... She says, I, I've been telling, that she, she says to my friend, hey, this is, this is the pastor of the church. I've been telling her I, I was going to come visit the church. And, and she looked at me, she goes, my friend made me come today. Man, you've got to have people in your corner. I met a sweet lady this week with her two awesome little cute little boys at the movie night this week. And I said, and she said to me, man, I'm going through this, this struggle in my life because we all have them. And she says, man, I, I say, hey, I want you to know that your best days are ahead of you. And if you need someone to do life with, we're, we're here for you. We we, You've got to have people in your corner. Life is too hard to go out this thing by yourself. 
met a lady in the parking lot last week working through some things and my mom walked by and said hey I want you to I want you to have this book and the lady went up to her and said hey let me pray with you and and then I got to the, that was last Sunday after church and she's here today and got to the movie night today and I saw her my lady that she that she was that was helping her last week and the lady that was sitting with the last week they met in one of our things called it's, it's called next steps it's it's our vehicle people get into to learn how learn out how to wear and how they can serve it at Hope Church and how they can plug in and they met there and you cannot do life alone we ate dinner by ourselves at our house on Saturday night. Was that Saturday, Friday night? We ate dinner at our house Friday night. I can't remember the last time we, my family ate by ourselves, by ourselves at our house this summer. It just hasn't been very many times. We've been with people all, all the time. We're always out with people because here's what we know: you can't do life on your, you can't do life by yourself. Life is too hard by yourself. Who gets you up when you're feeling depressed if you're by yourself? Nobody. You gotta have people in your life to pick you up. What do you do when things fall apart relationally? Who do you call? Oh, I sit at home and I just wallow in it. No, you gotta call people to help. Okay, man, I'm going, I'm going, I'm in it. My kids fall all the time because they're kids. That's what almost two-year-olds do. When they fall, they scrape their knee up. The difference between a boy and a girl when my daughter falls, my daughter falls, it's it's you know, it's we gotta take her to the emergency room. If my son trip falls, he can be gushing blood, he thinks it's cool. He's like, you know, he's playing in the blood. They need us there to pick them up. Kids can't raise themselves. <clears throat> my father-in-law is here today, whatever I call him, and he's been after for three weeks. And I, I look, I, the other day, he's been gone for so long, I need him to come back. He's got to come back. I mean, I'm, I've, been, I've been in this church preaching for the last four weeks without him. I've got to make sure I'm still, I haven't broken anything yet. You've got to have people in your life. But more so than that, I mean, it's nice to have people in your life, but there may be a day when you've when you got no one in your life. Can I tell you what's better than having people in your life? Having God in your life. He's the one-stop shop, by the way. Like, Wes, if you were to tell me if the key to life, if you can, get, if you can boil it down to one thing, and you people like when pastors can boil it down to one thing, can I tell you the key to life? Jesus. And the Bible says in Revelation that he's already, he's already fought this fight for us. I'm just walking to where he wants me to go. God has already won the battle for us. He's already won the victory. He's already won. I don't have to train. I don't have, I mean, I can train, but I don't have to put on the gloves because God said he already, he already, he already won the race for us. He's already made a way. When I, when I thought there wasn't a way, he already made a way. When I thought I couldn't make it, God already said, yeah, yeah, you already made it. I've already paid the way for you to make it. When I thought it wasn't going to work out, we had a financial thing happen just a, just a, few, just a few months ago. And I thought, dang, I don't know if we're going to be able to make this thing work. And then I was at a, I was at a camp last week and guy said, hey, I want, I want to bless you. And I want to bless your church. And it was, it was the thing that we were missing. God just said, hey, it came about two months late, but it came right on time for God. It was, what, it was exactly what we needed. It was just that God, God's work, God's already making a way. When we think there is no way, God is already making a way for you. So my question for you today is, do you, do you have any people in your life that you can do life with? And, and more so than that, do you, are you doing life with God or are you doing it by yourself? You want to have peace? Only have peace is the author of it, and that, his name is Jesus. You want to have some comfort in life? Only want to get it. I'm a bad comforter. I'm, a bad, I'm just not good at it. My friend said to me today, he goes, you're not, even a, you know, <laughs> you're not even helping your wife very well in this thing. You don't, you don't even, he goes, you don't even know how to help her. That's what he said to me. You shut up. Mind your own business. You don't know how to help, you know how to help your wife. That's what we always do. We, we, just, we don't be able to talk about us we point our finger at them. Hey, you don't know what you're doing. So he said, hey, let's get dinner this week. <laughs> I want to help you guys because you don't know what you're doing. 
you got to have people in your life and you God help us to have God in our life. I want to invite you to bow your head and close your eyes. Here's what I want you to know. Here's